Welcome everyone to the Brute Thoughts Podcast. This is German coming to you on this Tuesday edition of the Mon- Mon- NBA Mondays. And uh, I wanted to come on here and talk some NBA and talk some UEFA Champions League as we get the Champions League back this week. Uh, we'll have some games today at 12. Um, I think we we have the we'll have the game of the of the tournament in uh, PSG versus versus Barcelona in the first leg today. So it should be a good one. And, uh, so we'll, we'll break down um, the four games that, that we have: the two today, the two tomorrow, and uh, and then we'll do a recap of them on Friday. Uh, so. Stay tuned for that, uh, but let's start with the NBA. And uh, the first thing we first team we're going to highlight today is the the Atlanta Hawks, and we had uh, and the, the Hawks are in an interesting position because they they went into this year uh, with a win now mentality. They don't they didn't want to lose. They didn't want to uh, um, they didn't want to just. Uh, Play for a for another lottery. Uh, they wanted to play to make it to the playoffs. Why I don't know. I mean, I think it's both good and I think it's good to strive to win. And you know, I, I've said over and over about the culture stuff. Um, but they did moves that you know kind of made no sense. Um, I think it's good to. I think you're able to. You can build a winning culture. Uh, with young guys, um, and they kind of added a bunch of veterans uh, to help their young guys. But they added guys, and they did moves almost like if they were a move away from from getting to where they needed, they wanted to get. Um, but so I, I don't really know what they were doing uh, at, as I watched the Hawks this year. They're a team that I hate watching just because of how they are, uh, just how they play. Um, it, it's such a, it's almost Houston esque, the way Trey Young is, uh, the way Trey Young dominates the ball and, and and he controls everything, and and so it's just a team that you know they say they're getting better, but as we as I watch them. I don't know where. I don't know how. I don't see those improvements that they say they're making. Um, and so I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure uh, where it's coming from. Um, and so obviously they've been hampered with injuries. Uh, Danilo Gallinari and Rondo um, and Bogdanovich, the three dudes they went after. I mean, I guess we can throw in Chris Dunn in here as well. Uh, they've been hurt most of the most of the year, and uh, they haven't been able to um, um, to help them out and, and help their cause in any way. Um, but I think it's it's Atlanta's a team that's competitive enough to to maybe scratch their way into the playoffs. I think that there's been talks. Certainly, in the last week or so, of uh, John Collins definitely getting moved. Um, and John Collins was a, was is a player that got offered a big extension this offseason, and he bet on himself. And 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 usually when that happens, 
these guys usually have a big year um, that year to prove and showcase themselves. Um, but he hasn't been able to produce. But I think a lot of the reason why he has been he hasn't been able to produce is because he's been he's been in this in this offense that revolves around Trey Young. It's not an offense that that where the ball is moving around and and any guy can can get going. Um, but at the same time, I think it's an offense that should be revolving around Trey Young. So it, it's such a tough thing to watch um and at least for me who i don't like that kind of basketball so it's tough to watch that on a night-night basis because of the just the style uh, it's just a style that, that to me is not appealing it's not a style i like um so it's just been very uh, interesting to see them play um and try to patch this up together obviously defensively they're, they're they are not that great defensively and 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 so it, it's such a weird team but they they score a lot and i think right now we're seeing in, in the nba one of the residues i guess of, of the bubble is that these teams because the the not you know some of the teams they're their time off between the end of the bubble to now um, was short. One of the residues is, is the the lack of defense in a lot of these matchups, and so uh, that 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 helps out the the Hawks a lot. So, with that said, I mean Trey Young's playing good. Trey Young's going to be an All Star. Uh, he's had a he's had a, a good year. Um, the Hawks stand at eleven sixteen, and they've been they're. In the 11th spot um, So uh, I think they have The talent To get to the Up to the 10th spot Where you have to get To to, to play In the playing game But obviously I, I don't foresee them Having Much success After that In the In the in the playoffs uh, Let's talk about the Nets The The Brooklyn Nets Obviously, the, the, the hottest team now, um, not so much in playing, but just roster. Uh, they're, the, they're the super team. Um, and so everyone's eyes is obviously on them because um, that's how it goes whenever you get a super team. Kevin Durant was uh, out because of safety protocols due to COVID. He played in that Saturday game against against the, the the Warriors, and the game where they just controlled the game from start to finish. No surprise there. Um, it's a team that obviously offensively is amazing, and they and I think when they're clicking and they're able to put it together for a few weeks. Um, we can see something historic in terms of the numbers that these guys can put up. But I, it's still a team that doesn't play defense, and it's and I don't. As I, I said last week when we talked about the Celtics and the Bucks and the Clippers, um, these teams we judge them. Not necessarily in what we see in the regular season, but what we're gonna how this translates to the playoffs. Into the Nets, I, obviously their scoring will translate well in the playoffs. No problem. 
But I, I look at that defense, and I and I, and I just uh, there comes a time in in every playoff series where where defense will win it out, where it's it, it becomes a game about stops, and I just don't see them being able to make those stops. I don't see any of those guys. Obviously, we all know what Harden. Harden's track record in, on defenses. We know Kyrie. You know he he's not a defensive point guard, and Durant's the only one. But are we uh, are they really expecting Durant coming off an Achilles injury uh, to be the guy who who does that? I, I just don't see it. And, and it's a team where with DeAndre Jordan in there, it's it's a layup drill for the other team. It, it's it's incredible. Um, so uh, for Brooklyn, obviously they're they're going to be one of the last four teams I think in the East, um, and they'll possibly play uh, Milwaukee or or Philly in the in the in the conference finals to to see who makes it to the finals. But uh, they're good. I just to me the big red flag um, on their team is is their defense or lack thereof um but i think uh but in terms of the other stuff i think steve nash is the best coach for them uh, i think steve nash is a uh, temperament is is exactly what what this team needs in terms of the other drama that, that that those three dudes uh ensue um I think it, to be able to handle um, Kyrie, it, it, you need a, a guy like Steve Nash who, who who who's not gonna get all crazy emotionally, you know. So that helps a lot. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if the Nets are able to to piece together some kind of defense and some kind of program that that will help them um, in in this in the as we go into the playoffs. Um, and we'll see because I think they're they're a team that with a move to make. I think they definitely have a move to make to bring in whether it's a buyout center or a buyout guy that will help them out defensively. I think they're definitely in that camp of, of teams that that would do that and and can and quite frankly should do that. Um, onto the Cavs, so the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, one of my favorite teams to watch this year, uh, just how competitive they are, how feisty they are. Um, obviously, their their team is not that good, and and obviously they're they're struggling to to find any any type of uh, consistency um, night and night. Obviously, we we know about Sexland and 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 those two guys are exciting, but. Um, I think besides that, I think it's such a it's such a difficult roster to to put to to kind of expect anything out of. Uh, we have a, a, you know they haven't had Kevin Love for large parts of the year. Uh, the, this whole uh, Andre Drummond thing, um, who who they came out uh, I think yesterday that they weren't gonna. They, they weren't going to play Andre Drummond until they trade him, um, and so obviously it, it, it's a it's a, it's it's a team in, in transition. It's a team that was 
kind of did that whole we'll take on your bad contracts give us a draft pick um and now that one of those bad contracts is 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 now they 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 got to move it but to find a suitor for Drummond especially with no leverage now from the Cavs I think it's going to be very difficult um so we'll see we'll see what happens there but Kevin Love has been out most of the year um and and I think Jared Allen was was the steal of that of that Harden trade, uh, so he's been good for them. Um, and and obviously going forward, they have to like what they got in Darius Garland and, and Colin Sexton, uh, two very good competitive guards that that are able to are and menta- mentally uh, match up to any anyone on a night to night basis. And so they are they're definitely in a tough spot of in their in their schedule. Uh, they're what like one in nine in the last ten games. They they they, they were zero and four this week, um, and they lost to to Golden State yesterday. Uh, so so they're just in a tough spot. And so um, shout out to Cleveland for that. <laughs> We'll move to uh, move on to the to the Grizz, the grid and grind Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies are in a, I think in a, in a very interesting position. Um, it's good to see uh, Jonas Valanciunas play well for them, uh, and he's been. He's he's averaging like a twenty and thirteen or twenty, twenty one and twelve or something like that in the in his last five games uh, since he came back, um, and obviously those are numbers that you know he's probably not going to maintain that, but I think it's good to see that he he his form and and that definitely helps them out uh, with John Moran and all that, um, and it's a it's a team that. That is built around John Morant. It's a team that hasn't had, um, they, they haven't had um, Jaron Jackson Jr. for a large chunk of this season. And not having them obviously hurts, and, and, and you would hope that they would get him back soon. It's a team with a bunch of young guys that, that get along and, and, and a bunch of young guys that, that love playing together. Just as Winslow has yet to 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 play for them um and and so i think it's just one of those things that um that once you get him back and you hope that that he he's able to to kind of put together something um it, it just i think he just made his debut not uh, a few um a few nights ago um so it, it's just you kind of just hope that that everything works out for him and 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 if and if justice wins us they would to be the guy we thought he he was gonna be coming out of uh coming out of duke um i think it's definitely gonna be something that that we that it's gonna impact the the game and the in the and the and it's gonna help a lot the the Grizz as they continue to develop and 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 mature into this this team of of the future that's able to compete in a in a, in a major way in a few years because John Moran is the real deal he's he's he is a guy that 
that you can build around and and the Grizzlies. I know it was Zion and but I don't know, we might look back in this at this draft in five years and, and, and say the Grizzlies won that won that draft. Um so we'll see what happens with, with Jaw and, and, and Memphis as the year continues to go. Maybe they get Jaron Jackson back and they're able to make a little a little mini run. Um, we'll talk about the Nuggets now. Uh, the Nuggets are are finally rounding up into form. Uh, they were a team that wasn't wasn't playing all that great earlier in the year, and and now they're putting it all together. Michael Porter Jr. has been his return has definitely helped them, and they've had. Uh, Jokic has been playing at an MVP level, and and just the, the resurgence of the, of the center from from Jokic and Embiid has, has been something spectacular to watch this season, and it's good to see that. Uh, and the Nuggets are they beat the Lakers by a lot on Sunday. Uh, they they took care of business versus the the Thunder, and they beat up on the Cavs. Um, so they're just a team that's that's putting all these games and 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 running these games together. Obviously, you want to see more consistency. You want to see them rise to the occasion a lot more. You want to see them. You want to see Jamal Murray uh, do more, uh, as he's been very underwhelming this season. Uh, and I think a lot of it for from Jamal Murray is. We thought we were going to get the guy from the bubble, and we haven't. We're getting the same guy we've gotten the last few seasons from him, and and you kind of would hope that that he would be able to make a leap, uh, and he he just hasn't been able to do that. Um, and I think until he does that, I think the the Nugget ceiling is going to stay where it's at because they need a second star around around uh, Jokic to be able to to do anything in the West because uh, Jokic is amazing, but Jokic balling out was only getting them to the eighth seed. So I think it's just difficult to to, to do that without Jamal Murray uh, being elite. And uh, Michael Porter Jr., yeah, I think as his level rises and, and they can either go all in with him and and keep him and make him another centerpiece or he can be used as trade bait to get a as a chip to get a Bradley Beal because uh, I think Bradley Beal in that squad would be deadly. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see that. Obviously, their the Nuggets are well ran and, and 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 they draft very well, almost too well. So it's why they can't keep a lot of their guys. Um, but we'll see what, what what goes on with the Nuggets as the season goes around. I, I like so much more what I'm seeing from them lately than, than one of the things that was happening earlier in the year. Um, and Mike Malone definitely you know, is a good coach. So we'll see if they, if they make a move. Um, but I, I just more than anything else, when it comes to the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, we, we need you to be the day-to-day guy. Um, and maybe it's just a year away. <laughs> it's a year away from being a year away. So we'll see what goes on with uh, Jamal Murray. And we'll talk about the Suns and th- the Su- Phoenix Suns with with Booker, um, with uh, Chris Paul, with Aiton. Uh, this is a team that... 
I like what I see from them. It's a team that I like their build. Uh, they got Frank Kaminsky on on the cheap, uh, but I think it's a position they're going to have to fix. Uh, they're fourth in the West, and it's a team that's playing very well. It's a it's a young team, and 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 it's also built around. It's also built around Chris Paul, and you can see Chris Paul's fingerprints all over this team, and and it's a team that's going to be competitive heading into the heading into the other heading into the playoffs. I think it's a team that's that's that has more of an identity this time around, um, and if they're able to fix the that you know bringing another forward uh it's definitely going to help them out in the playoffs because i think it's it's not inconceivable to think that they can be in the west finals i think right now it's definitely the two la teams and, and we'll see how anthony davis comes back from his achilles injury but it's you have to put the two la teams based on how amazing Kawhi's been um and just the lakers are are just right there with everybody, and but but it isn't completely out of the question. Obviously, Utah, the best record in the West, um, so they can't be taken lightly either. Uh, but Phoenix is right there, and so I, I just like their ball movement. I like um, that they have some kind of defense, and they're just they stick around in a lot of these games. The game against Philly on Sunday, on Saturday, they just hung around, they hang around, they hang around, and then they just have the scores to match up with almost anybody. Um, so it, it's going to be it, – they're a fun team to watch night and night, and, and I just uh, – I like the direction. Monty Williams is – the coach is, has called everything well for them, and – and uh, I just I like what I like watching them play. They're, they're a fun bass, a fun league pass team to watch on a night night basis. Um, and when the pod with uh, well, when the NBA section of the pod with uh, the Pistons, the lowly Pistons, the Pistons who are led by Jeremy Grant, uh, the Pistons who um, just told. Uh, Blake Griffin, he's not going to play anymore until he gets traded or buy or bought out. And the uh, Pistons, who are just in no man's land, um, their roster makes no sense. There, nothing makes sense there, and it's a team that needs to be blown up completely. Um, and maybe with the with getting rid of Blake, who. Blake Griffin is a shell of himself now um, And it's just sad to see uh, So he'll go somewhere and, and you know just Put some shots uh, Maybe I mean he wouldn't go back to Phoenix He wouldn't go to Phoenix because him and Chris Paul Don't get along but um, You never know you know maybe a team Like that or maybe the Celtics uh, But The Pistons are, are a team that you, I watch them, and, and I, they just—they're so confusing because I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I don't know their their ultimate goal. Unlike the Hawks, where you know you see them and you're like, okay, like they're building around they're building around uh, Trey Young, and they're gonna make Trey Young's their guy, and and everything's gonna be 
molded to 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 Trey Young. I just don't know what's going on there. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. So they're a team that definitely needs uh, a number one pick or a really high pick to be able to turn things around there. Um, but more than anything else, I think it's it's just uh, they, they need a brand new culture. And uh, Dwayne Casey, uh, he just hasn't been able to do that. He wasn't able to do that in in Toronto, and I think it's he's a guy that. Is a coach that's decent, but for a team like Detroit that needs a new culture, that needs to 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 kind of start all over, I don't know if he's the guy for that job. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how where Blake Griffin lands and and, and where he's what what team he's he's going to land on. And I think he he can help out a team if he's played fifteen twenty minutes a night, and he can definitely help out a contender. Um, so I think the the athletic Blake is gone, but I think that there's still some um, level of production that you can get out of Blake Griffin. Um, let's talk about the Lakers. The Lakers are are the uh, Browns still on his MVP march. Anthony Davis is the big story right now because he has an Achilles strain. Thankfully, it's not a it's not a tear, so he's going to be out pretty much until. Sometime in March is what the Lakers are saying. And they're just taking the approach of um, just take as long as you want. And I think the Lakers are in this uh, this place of uh, this place of just, uh, you know, we just need to get to a playoffs. So if Davis needs to sit out a month or so, go for it. Um, he's going to be out at least three weeks, two, three weeks. They said they're going to reevaluate him after that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how they turn out. But I think the Lakers are in a good spot. Um, and, you know, Montrezl Harrell will probably take the minutes for for AD. And, and, and you know, we'll see a lot more. Uh, more uh, maybe you see a smaller lineup with Kuzma in there. Uh, Kuzma's been better. Uh, you know, I think it, it's... Deal with Kuzma, the thing that you kind of miss with him or you want or you desire is, is the consistency. And, and if he's able to be consistent with those 15 points, 16, 17 points, um, it adds a different dimension to Lakers. And, and obviously, he becomes more valuable to the Lakers if he does that. Um, but he's just inconsistent in his overall play. Um, LeBron's been amazing, and Dennis Schroeder has been such an amazing trade, and the Lakers will definitely look to lock him up long term. Uh, Montrezl Harrell's been a good addition. Wesley Matthews, uh, it's so refreshing as a Laker fan to see a three-point shooter make th- make three-point shots. Danny Green last year, I think, drove Twitter Lakers Twitter crazy. Uh, so with Wesley, we definitely got a good one uh, this time around. Um, but that's that's where we're at. That's where we're at with the Lakers. That's where we're at with the NBA. Let's talk some Champions League. So we got today. So Champions League start back today, and and we're gonna get a we're gonna get two great games. So today we got. RB Lipsing versus Liverpool, and and RB Lipsing uh, is a team that, that plays very, very, very tight. 
uh, they don't really risk much uh, on offense. They, they've lost so many offensive guys that, that to to the transfers and all that. Uh, so it's a team that plays well defensively, and they kind of wait their turn and and they kind of wait to strike. Uh, but but it's a team built on pace, not so much on on the on the offensive side. Liverpool, a team that is struggling a lot, a team that is in disarray, and 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 you had Klopp this weekend concede the the league. Uh, it's just they're a mess. But maybe playing outside of the English Premier is exactly what they need to get going. Maybe having the the, the song, the may I don't know. Maybe Champions League will. Will give them new energy, but it's definitely a team with a with a championship hungover from from a year ago. Uh, they came in with a lot of expectation, a lot of hype, and and, and they've definitely not but they've haven't lived up to it. Um, I think Thiago has. Uh, we thought it was going to be a good signing, but it just he just doesn't fit there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Liverpool should win. Uh, maybe not today, but I think they should be. Uh, they should advance uh, from this this round of sixteen matchup. Then we get Barcelona versus PSG. The the the, the matchup of the round. I don't think there's a better matchup that we're gonna see. Uh, maybe Atletico Chelsea come close, but Barcelona PSG is definitely number one. Barcelona. Um, they are playing playing okay. I think it's it's just where they're at. Them and Real Madrid are teams that, depending on when you catch them, they're either playing great or they're playing terrible. Um, and I think uh, Messi will definitely be up for this one. Uh, I think it's it's always difficult to judge, especially this 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 Barcelona team. Uh, they remind me so much of the of the Real Madrid team. You just don't know what games they're going to get up for. You just have no idea. Uh, Barcelona lose two zero to Sevilla in the first leg, uh, and they just didn't get up for it. And so. You just have no idea what game we're going to see, what uh, Barcelona we're going to get. But I, I think we're going to get a a Barcelona that's that's going to come here to fight. I think Messi's trying to shake away all the all the negatives narratives about him in in the Champions League. I think Griezmann is trying to prove his, his worth as he's had a better year this year. Uh, and I, I just so I think we're going to see a, a good Barcelona. Unfortunately for PSG, they're not going to have Neymar, uh, but th- they still have a very good and loaded team. Uh, Pochettino is such a great manager, and I think he he's going to be able to to scheme around that. Um, and it's just going to be so much fun. I'm just so excited to watch this one. I I think uh, ultimately I think PSG should advance. But I wouldn't be surprised if Barcelona does. Uh, I think this is so tough. I think it's such a coin flip. But I'm just going with the experience of PSG across the board. That that I, I trust them more. Uh, I like Pochettino more than I like Coleman. Um, but Barcelona, uh, I think it's definitely a team that can take them down. So I, I, it's not by any means a a Bayern Barcelona the type of matchup. This is a very close, very very uh very game uh barcelona that that psg is getting 
Sevilla Dortmund, Sevilla who who they're the kings of of the Europa League are in the Champions League round 16 against Dortmund. Sevilla is a team that they always play with a lot of energy. They always have a they're, they're able to score and I just I like their team a lot. And so they're playing against a Dortmund team that 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 is uh athletic and they're young and they're fast and they're a team I, I think Holland should be back for this one and they're, they're just both two good teams that, that played each other very well on a on a night-to-night basis. Not each other, obviously, but whenever they're playing against anybody, they, they, it's just always competitive. It's not always... You, this isn't... Neither of, this, of these teams are teams that get blown out or, or, or get taken out by any means easily. You, you, the teams that beat them have to... It's always some drag out, um, long game where it's earned what's going on. So, um, look, definitely looking forward to that one. That one's tomorrow. And you went to Sporto, uh, you went to the the. They're the big club. They're the team that should win. Um, Cristiano obviously uh, gets up for any Champions League game, and I think this this. This will go. It should go at least. Uh, Juventus way, and and they should be able to to do away with Porto fairly easy. And then we get um, yeah. So that's the, the, so that's today and tomorrow. Next week, we'll break down the games for next week. But th- these are the the matchups that we have. Um, so that's our pod. Thank you for listening. This is, uh, we did some NBA, we did some champions league. Um, and uh, we, we, we got it covered. We'll do a recap on Friday of everything we saw in the, in these two days of champions league. And so until then, thank you for listening. This is German for the brute thoughts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, brute thoughts, podcast, YouTube, Twitter, you can rate, subscribe, and review our pod anywhere you get your pod. So please do that. And uh, we'll catch you later. Drink better coffee.